0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 115 of the DrewCast. I am your host, Mellow 15 With us today, like always, like always, our disembodied voice, J.O. Yeah, last week, Dustin, last week, man, Um, as I updated you throughout the week on the clips, some of those clips were like, whoo, them dumb big boy numbers, dog. Those, you know what I mean? and I, Which is funny because I opened up last week's podcast talking about being... Kind of down on the views, remember? And I said, hey, no matter what, you got to have that dog in you because every day won't be a win. Literally, I get rewarded for it. Right? Which is, I want to tell you guys too, bro. If you do stuff like this or even anything art wise, it's worth it, bro. You just got to keep, you got to keep striving for greatness, bro. And it works. I mean, for me, I, uh, I had a clip that I put a lot of effort into it, in my opinion. On Instagram Reels, right now it's sitting at like 19,000 views. That's good for me, bro. What really sucked, though, is it wouldn't let me post it on Facebook. Like, no matter what I did, I literally could not post that clip on Facebook because when it would up, when it would upload, it would just be buzzing noise. So I was like, okay, clearly, like, something's going on here. But, you know, throughout the week, when I was mentioning, you know, being down on the views, down on stuff like that, you know, just kind of like... um just being down in general, I saw a picture, right? I was scrolling through my pictures because I was trying to find a picture to send in my group chat. And I see this picture, and I'm going to put it up here. The reason I'm showing you guys this, because we're going to get a little personal here before we start the episode, is this, when I saw this picture, it just perfectly, it hit me. And I was like, hey, that's who I do this for. This is who I do this for. Look at that smile, bro! Like that's crazy. That's like that's a that's so me. But and look at the shitty house I built. And just look how bad that is, bro! Like and my teacher was probably being super nice and probably gave me a good grade because I you know I participated. She shouldn't have gave me a participation trophy, dude. <laughs> she should have yeah. thrown that shit out, like stomped on it in front of me.
1: You could tell, not mom or Travis helped you one fucking bit. You no, know, they're that's probably crazy. gonna say
0: they did, and like you know, like I just I last second went to the store for tape and and I stapled it and...
1: Fuck no. You know, bro,
0: it's always parents that let their kids go to school with this shit that always have, like, a huge speech about how they helped you so much and everything. Like, clearly, you didn't. Right? But the teacher should have stomped on it in front of me. Made me cry. Like, this picture should have been me crying. Like, with the F. But, you know... <laughs> straight up, dude. Like, that was crazy. Like, hey, the teacher should be like, hey, get this fucking shit out of you just sort of stomping on it. <laughs> fucking spitting on it and shit, but... I saw this picture and I was like, bro, this is who I do this for, bro. Like this, like the, the. I saw Theo Vaughn talk about this, right? Theo Vaughn was talking about growing up and he was talking about how it was hard for him to grow up because he still, you know, as the years went on, it was hard because everybody wants you to act a certain way. Right. And for me, it, that's what my challenge is. I, I, I feel like an adult right now, obviously. And I feel like I'm a grown up and I've accomplished a lot in my adult life. I, I feel like, right. Not as much as I should have, but. I, I feel like some part of me, st- it, this this kid is still alive in me. And I'm kind of scared to like let it die. I know at some point I'm probably going to have to, but the, every time I look at pictures like this, I think to myself like at one point. Like that Andrew was the purest one of what I am because there was, you know, there's no bills, there's no work. There was just school, hanging out with my brothers. I mean, we got into a lot of trouble, bro. You know what I mean? Like we went some awkward and shit. But I would never go back and change those days. Like I would never go back. And I honestly, some of my most fondest memories ever was during this time. I mean, that was the year nine eleven happened. Great times, right? No, it wasn't. I, I I was I thought I was in third grade in this picture.
1: Yeah, I,
0: and I was in third grade
1: when nine eleven happened. No, you were, cause I was in first grade when nine eleven happened. No, yeah, I wasn't. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I hella called you out and I was wrong. <laughs> Stomp on this guy's fucking project right now, but no, because September two thousand one was the start of my second grade. Yeah, so you would have been in Starting third grade. In
0: grade. You know, good times, not 11 all the lies, and you know, we came together though as a country for a little bit, but it's crazy. But
1: for me, I don't feel like an adult whatsoever. Yeah, does I, it all... sucks though, right? Like it sucks a little bit, right? But, no, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck if I'm, see, uh, but, but a, like kid, I go, but on an like, adult wouldn't say that. yeah on a, 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 a daily basis, I don't think there's ever been a moment where like I just felt like an adult. Sucks, huh? You can pay all the bills and get your fucking oil changed, and yeah, I nothing. pick up my kid, like my kid from school, and I still don't feel like an adult. So you feel
0: like a big brother picking them up?
1: No, I no. just don't feel like an adult though. Yeah, you know how they say like you're only as old as you feel. Mm-hmm that's probably a good thing then, huh?
0: I'm probably about to be eighty, still feeling thirty, bro. Fuck out of here with that. I'm old, shit, bro. Like I'm. Still... Yeah, because
1: even when I'm around like older figures, is probably not the right word, but whatever. Like I just feel like I'm still a kid to them.
0: Well, it's because they come from a different era, right? Like their era is more like you have to be serious twenty four seven, and the second you turn fucking thirty, joke, the fun stops there. Literally, the fun stops when you turn thirty, bro. And that's why I don't think our generation lives like that. We really don't. Like, we really... I love our generation. And there's a second picture I want to put up here. This picture is of me and my brother, right? And look at that, bro. That's literally your son, by the way. I know you don't kind of say it is, but that's literally fucking Noah. But the the reason I'm putting this picture up is because, like, that too. This is who else I'd fucking do it for, man. Those two right there, bro. We've always been the fucking Gogeta. I always call us Gogeta. Because every time we do something, bro, meet us and just when we would when meet us and like commit to something, it's always been that way sports, rap, podcasting. We always like, we always kill it, dude. And you know, without, I think within this last year, a lot of you guys don't know this. A lot of our personal friends don't know this, but Justin's taught me to edit a lot of what we do. Right. So I would say, like, the first three and a half years without this guy sitting across from me, like, I this wouldn't be anything what it is today like there would be no drew cast there would be no podcast all the cool editing you guys saw throughout these years this was him so you know the the baby picture that i'm looking at right now it's for it's for those two babies bro those two babies that grew up and just got told they weren't gonna be shit that got told they weren't gonna fucking do anything and hey i'm into football <laughs> hey i'm into you know <laughs> hey i'm into i'm into rapping I can battle rap you. I'll destroy you. Hey, I'm into football. No, you're not. <laughs> you know? So those two, bro, those two kids just said they like once we achieve, what I think we're going to, and even if we don't, bro, is just as long as we have a good life and we're happy and we, we stick together as a family. Those two kids will forever be my main, like in my heart, bro. That's who I'm doing this for, bro.
1: This is in the comments. <laughs> He looks so fucking malnourished. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he looks like the 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 farmer from Men in Black.
0: <laughs> the picture that you are looking at currently is my little brother William. That's fucking, hey William. I know if you're watching this, bro. Like obviously we weren't like clowning you, but like holy shit, that's crazy, bro. Like give some, give that kid some milk, dog. <laughs> give him some gluten free bed, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean, but last week uh speaking of last week's episode i there was some c- things i was misinformed about right so we talked about uh you know the bombs that went out in the atlantic ocean they weren't really dropped they were they were they were being tested by the navy for a ship called the uss gerald ford so when i said like oh they were dropping bombs out in the ocean like uh, you can kind of it kind of makes it seem like they were just dropping them. No, they were testing them. But still, you're testing this huge 40,000 pound bomb out there. You know, you're probably destroying a lot of the ecosystem and a lot of fish that live there. And for what, bro? Just to see if, uh, you know, and I was trying to make the I was trying to connect the dots. Like, hey, if there's a if this whistleblower says there's a construction facility making UFOs and UFOs come in and out of it out in the Atlantic Ocean, hmm, they're dropping there. You know, they're testing bombs out there. You know, this thing only appears when, like, war and, like, you were destroying things, right? Guess what we were destroying out there, right? We were destroying fish, and we were destroying probably a lot more than just that. But I also mentioned, and I actually cut this out of the episode last week. I had a friend who went to the Mecca recently, right? And he said there was a no-fly zone. Well, Justin brought up a video that we're going to talk about in a moment, where there was a light scene over the Holy City. You know, it descends down, it hovers a light flashes, and then it zooms back up. I thought it was the Mecca, so I was like, oh, that's crazy because my friend just went there. There's a no-fly zone, you know, They so they saw something in a no-fly zone that literally looks like a UFO. Come to find out, it wasn't in the Mecca, but it was still in a holy city, okay? So if you guys are unaware of this next story, it's basically what it is. It's the UFO over a holy city, okay? So on January 29th in 2011, so the year I graduated high school, Jerusalem, so in Jerusalem... Uh, there was a resident in Israel, right? He was walking. He takes his camera out and he sees a bright light starting to descend above what is known as the Temple Mount, which is probably one of the most holy places on this planet, bro. It also goes by the Dome of the Rock. If you guys aren't aware, and we're going to make a connection here, it's it's the place where Abraham almost sacrificed his first son, the place where they say Muhammad ascended into heaven. There's literally a no flies on there, too. And we're going to um, pull this up, Justin. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. So it says the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, the entire area of the old city is a strict no fly zone. All aircraft are forbidden in this airspace at any height. There is a total of 11 gates of entry to Temple Mount, although 10 can only be used by Muslims. So the fact that in this video, you see the light. So the guy's walking, you see the orb. There's not just
1: one video. There's like there's like multiple angles.
0: Of this thing descending?
1: Yeah, like like five different people from different places all saw this thing happen at the same time.
0: This thing starts to descend, and it hovers, okay? Right, and what, what caught people off guard at first is that when the light flashes towards the end, this thing just shoots up like super fast out of frame within like a second, okay? Considering that I just said that there's literally no flies on there, okay? there's only two options here either this video is fake which i'm gonna get into that later or it's literally a ufo slash uap or it could be a drone i saw someone say it's a drone but i don't think a drone can like zoom off the way this thing did you know at the end of this video bro this thing like shoots off that fast i and, and if a drone can do that cool but i just don't think a drone can yet unless they're testing something right
1: it it being fake wouldn't surprise me because i remember when i saw that video uh recently i kind of like thought to myself like why wasn't this a much bigger deal when it happened well they had some experts analyze it and they claim it's a hoax so i
0: that's why i wanted to add this part in the video like hey i'm not just sitting here like grifting like ooh right but like so they say it's a hoax the guy who posted the initial video says it's not so you know it's up to basically you to believe and and obviously like i said last week take everything we're saying with a grain of salt guys this is just entertainment bro we're talking about cool stuff scary stuff mysterious stuff the unknown you know and when we talk about stuff that's in that territory a lot of the times you got to take it with a grain of salt because unless you see it with your own eyes it's literally just entertainment you know and the fact that it was above the holy city of jerusalem and israel right the fact that in the Bible, there's like stories of like Ezekiel seeing stuff in the sky and and the stuff that Ezekiel described in the Bible, bro, that sounds like a UFO, right? And I remember back when we were kids, uh, me and Josh, and I don't know why we were reading a Bible at this time, but we were me and Josh were reading the Bible, right? And we see we read the Ezekiel part, right? And we we go to talk to his mom. I remember me and Josh were like, hey, like, you know, this sounds like aliens, like we question that as kids. Like wait, like you know, and then we, I remember we me and him got in so much trouble, bro. We got like hella talked talk to. And imagine getting a kid in trouble for fucking talking about logical sense. Imagine your kids like, hey, um, you know, like imagine just when you're when your kids get older and they and they ask you about nine eleven. Hey, so tower tower seven really just fell out of nowhere, right? And like don't you fucking talk about tower seven, huh? Don't you fucking talk of your kids. You're like, they had to hold you back and shit. Your wife's like, what's wrong? They just, those fucking kids in there, huh? You guys fucking think you just fell, you know what I mean? Imagine like talking sense to like an adult in your life and they get mad at you. Which is ironic, the year that this video came out, right? So I told you 2011, the space chief of Israel, he retired that year. Okay. And why am I bringing this up? Well, the space chief of Israel, I've talked about him before, guys. He's literally said, now- I wanna, I wanna I wanna roll back for a second. Someone who has that like much clout, who's like a space chief of a country and like works for a government, you usually don't just say things. You usually don't, right? Like when you have that type of like clout behind your name and you have like the credentials behind your name, you don't just say certain things. So, you know, so I've talked about this before, but this the, the former space chief of Israel says that extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. He's mentioned that before. And I'm gonna read you guys this, uh, this passage from the, the NBC website. A former Israel space security chief has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrials from a galactic federation. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they're here. Humanity is not ready, says former space chief of Israel. The crazy part about all this is, like I said, you don't just say stuff like this. So he's from the same place that this video took place from. He retired in the same year that this video took place from. And he's bro. You like, again, I don't know what you think about that. I've sent this to my friends because this is literally on NBC. Like this isn't some like like far off like news site. This isn't on some like like Facebook group page. Like this is literally from like a respected news site i mean he said the flying objects have asked us not to reveal them yet like that kind of sounds like some nope shit. i don't know bro like the like the mystery the mystery only gets deeper from this point on.
1: but you mean you've kind of talked about this in the past where like us as uh i don't want to say society or like us as people yeah like we're definitely not ready for that kind of stuff like there's like a large, large majority of people who like don't even like fuck with black people, but we're supposed to like expect them to accept be aliens. welcoming to like Ooh, aliens. That'd be crazy <laughs> if
0: they were. That'd be so crazy if they yeah they, they, were, <laughs> they were kind to aliens but rude as shit to like Mexicans and black people, you know, or even gays or women or men or whatever. Whoever you hate, bro, like just just think about it. If you're someone with hatred in your heart, and it doesn't even have to be was for, for someone of color or of your gender. Like, if you hate anything, like, you're not ready for aliens, bro, because they're probably going to blow your mind, bro, for, you know? So so the fact that I think other planets in this universe have life on them, maybe that's a test for each planet. Maybe each planet has that threshold where, hey, we can grow as a society. We could do a lot of cool things. But to become space-bound, you have to literally drop a lot of the things you were taught. You do. And sometimes that might be religion. Sometimes that might be things that your parents taught you about like other people and hatred and love. To be space bound, that takes a lot of responsibility, bro. And honestly, it's almost on some Spider-Man shit. Like if you're a civilization that can travel the cosmos, you have a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, bro. You can't just go out there spreading hate and war and violence. That's not good for the universe, bro. So if you're one of those people that likes to do that, then we're not ready. You know, I, I would very I would feel comfortable knowing that 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 the civilizations that end up being space bound are like loving and supporting and preach like stuff that isn't like violence, bro. You know, so, yeah, I, I course, when already. So that's the funny part about that. Um, it's interesting that he says that, though, that he even said this at all. Like and that it's not. You want to talk about? You said earlier why that video, if it was real, why it wasn't it like more talked about? Why isn't this more talked about? That'd be like somebody. That'd be like Dick Cheney coming out say aliens are real. They did nine eleven. You know, just can't imagine <laughs> they blame the aliens. That really get everybody all riled up. Bring the country together one more time. You know, but. Yeah, you guys comment below. Uh, like I said earlier, they had someone analyze the video. They said it was a hoax. I mean, it's cool. None, it's cool nonetheless. But
1: like, I wonder how they faked the multiple angles. Like, I, I felt like you would have had to like really been about your shit to be able to pull that off. To like get it synchronized, yeah. to Get multiple people like almost on some like director
0: not just some random guy yeah like some random guy
1: probably isn't able to do that you have to be like really about your shit to like like fake that
0: bar and it's like oh but you know who knows so all right so a couple weeks ago we did a fantastic review where we talked about star wars which if you guys know me bro you know i love star wars dog and it's just one of those things where i always have a lot of love for it one of my videos that did like super good on instagram reels was i talked about the sequels right and like my distaste for certain things involving the sequels right and a lot, and that was probably the nicest comment section I've ever had ever, and it was about hating the pre the sequels, dude. Uh, they, bro, I felt like we were a community in there. Where I was like chatting it up with everybody. Nobody was calling me names. Nobody was saying like derogatory terms. Every it was like like bro, we were all in sync with each other, bro. I felt like you know like oh wow Kylo Schmilo yeah yeah you know it was like we were all we were all vibing in there, bro. So, you know what I wanted to bring up this week though was uh i don't know if you know this justin they're going to be coming out with the movie that takes place after episode nine and it's going to be ray ray centric you know rumors are john is going to be in it they might be able to get adam driver to come back you know mark hamill that kind of stuff and a lot of people are aren't for it bro and a lot of people are mad a lot of people are very mad that they're they're planning to do a movie that's after episode nine and i don't blame them bro. I don't blame them when when lucasfilm and disney continuously hire people who don't know about star wars they just their their motives aren't for star wars it's always some hidden agenda right like uh the acolyte leslie headland and all the people that she has on that show they just it sounds like they don't know shit about star wars bro and when they talk you can fucking tell okay so she hires the director For the Ray movie, who is a known, you know, apparently she has, like, short films where, like, she's, like, a super big, like, feminist, which isn't a big deal if you're a feminist. But if you hear her talk, bro, in some interviews, she's like, I love to make Men Uncomfortable. That's just what I do.
1: Yeah, I watched that when you sent it.
0: Yeah, and it's like, that's who you have making this movie? Really? I mean, we've been at family events, Justin, and, again, won't say names, where... There's just certain people who talk like that in front of boys. I just don't fuck with that, dog. Little boys watch Star Wars, too. See, that's the problem with having an agenda and movies like Star Wars. Like, if you have a director who's like like a feminist and she says stuff like that, you have little boys who watch Star Wars, right? Not just men and i hate when like
1: i I, also thought sorry to interrupt you but i thought it was funny how when she said that she was like yeah we just need to teach men a lesson and i love making men uncomfortable and then there was a dude sitting right fucking there and she was like oh yeah not you not you yeah yeah because she was just like yeah she she didn't want to have to
0: she knew she was going too far left bro yeah and honestly bro like like i said we've been at family events i've heard people talk like that or I've heard about people talking like that from the members of my family who are young men, and I don't fuck with it, bro. I don't like that rhetoric. So it's the same with Star Wars. Like, we're going to make a Star Wars movie, but we're going to alienate literally half the planet, right? So it's not a good sign that the director talks like that, okay? But will the movie be good? I fucking hope so. So what I want to see from that movie, get a writer who knows what they're fucking talking about, who knows Star Wars lore, who loves the property and just wants to tell a good story everything else will fall into place like most people most logical thinking people they don't care if you have black characters they don't care if you have women characters they don't care if you have gay characters just if just make a good story it's possible to do that the original trilogy lando calarissian black leia organa white lady woman you have there's been diversity in these movies before mace windu samuel jackson right you, so you have, it's not just all about the patriarchy and like evil white men. And like, I just, I, I don't know what Disney's thinking by allowing her and by her, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy to continue being president at Lucasfilm, I, I just don't get it, right? Like they clearly have an agenda and it's clear as day and it's sad. It's sad because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, bro. And it's, I feel like I'm watching, I feel like I'm watching, it's like watching a parent just f- like have a midlife crisis to where it's like there's no return, and I it's sad watching it, bro. Real talk, it's sad. I don't want to see that shit anywhere, but you it's like we're forced to, right? So with the Ray movie, just get a good writer. Treat you know, obviously have some Force Ghost Luke in there. Mark Hamill's still alive. Don't be dumb, Kathleen Kennedy. Get Mark Hamill to do Force Ghost Luke. Get fucking John Boyega back and don't fucking mistreat his character this time. Don't put him on the fucking poster. And then when you go to the Chinese poster, shrink him. Right? Because at the end of the day, like, if Chinese people... If the Chinese market can't handle fucking black actors, then stop putting movies over there, bro. You Right? You're over here in America saying Black Lives Matter until it's time to put John Buena on a poster. And then it's, oh, we got to shrink him. We've got to shrink him for the Chinese market. But you're over here saying Black Lives Matter and every store is doing it now. You are selling shirts and I... I, I have to uphold... Right? It's like, you know, when they wear the shirts, I can't breathe, and everybody, everything's Black Lives Matter until John Boyega has time, until it's time for John Boyega to shine on a poster. And there's, oh yeah, but, but the Chinese market, the Asian market doesn't like Black. Yeah, it's fucking hypocrisy, dude. It's hypocrisy. Don't do it to John Boyega this time. Give him what he deserves. Right? Don't have him scream Ray the whole entire movie. Give him lines. Let's see some backstory. Like, what has he been doing these since we've last seen him? Surely not screaming Ray and running from feminists, right? Right. So let's make a good movie, dude. That's all I'm asking. Okay. You have a lot to work with. She's a Palpatine. Has she, has the Force dyad affected her? Has Ben Solo's disappearance made her powers weaker? What is going on? Is she, has she met Grogu? Does she know what the Mandalorians are? Where, where is her new temple at? Has she been in contact with Luke since? Like, I mean, there's a lot they can they can dive into here. And they can make it good. And if they don't, that just might be the knell in the coffin for them. Honestly. So, but yeah, to end the episode off, I didn't, I wasn't going to talk about this, by the way. And I'm actually feel kind of stupid talking about this. I really do. But I, I saw so many people online. They were really upset with Bronny James's prom poster. i not prom poster, sorry. A lot of people online were really upset with Bronny James's prom picture, right? They were like, because he had a picture with the white girl in it. And for the last three years, that's all they've done to this kid. He's 18 now, so he's it's not been a... the
1: same girl every single time too. So it's not like some
0: it's a surprise. Yeah, he's not a minor now, but like for the past three years, he's he's been a minor. It's actually... not, nah, but
1: I've always told you that. Not always, sorry. I've had this conversation with you in the past, where like celebrities kind of just don't have the same rules as like we do. Like obviously, LeBron James's fucking son is gonna be scrutinized scrutinized i know in but the media that's whatever you on the people it. doing it
0: honestly like you're right though you're right like celebrities do live by different rules and it's it's is it fair no
1: so like obvious you know it's not lebron fair. james's son goes to prom like that that picture is going to be everywhere
0: bad baby was 14 people like big ass titties like can, you can't <laughs> wait till she's a, an adult bro to say that I, I, i'm saying like they weren't even waiting till she was an adult a son that's the I problem know. she's 18 and above say what you want She's an adult. If it makes you look creepy, people will tell you that. And, and if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But yeah, can you at least wait till she's fucking 19 or 18 to, before you start commenting on her tet size? Like honestly. And it's it's to me, it's the same with him. He, okay, he took a picture with the white girl, his white girlfriend. People are like people are like, oh, you they're comparing him to like they were comparing him to other celebrities who do that. And it's like, isn't that weird? Not only were you gatekeeping who are minor dates. You were gatekeeping her on the skin, on her skin color, so fighting racism with racism is what we're doing now, honestly. And the people will probably say that's not racist. It is, bro. It is, honestly. If I ever have kids, bro, I don't care who they bring home as long as that. Especially if it's my daughter, as long as that boy slash man can take care of her and he's a good man, I don't care if he's black, Mexican, or white, bro. I mean, if he's Mexican, I hope his family owns a restaurant so he can, you know. Some free food, you know, but... Yellow, (laughs) but... As I'm speaking in an Asian accent. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if people don't think that's creepy that they were gatekeeping his date and her skin color, I I just don't... I don't get society anymore, man. Justin's right, like, celebrities do live by different rules, but you don't have to participate in that. You don't have to participate in being a weirdo like, he he don't fuck with black women, bro. Yeah, because... Did anybody... Did he
1: say that? You know, like... um fucking Kanye West, for example. Yeah. He's going to walk down the street and, like, there's going to be, like, fucking 10 people who are, like, pointing cameras at him. Obviously, that's not going to happen to me and you when we're walking down the street. Yeah. If somebody did point cameras at us, we'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you being a creep? Yeah. But they're not creepy for doing that to him because that's just the culture kind of surrounding celebrities in general.
0: True. I mean, I, hey, I won't... Like, you don't, that, but... you don't
1: see, like, that kind of stuff making its, like, rounds on online for like other kids like it's literally because it's just LeBron James's son yeah and th- I think the reason why that meme even started was because his own mom posted that like I think it was last year or the year before she posted his prom pictures and like uh she had posted a picture of the daughter like making this like funny face back at the camera mm-hmm. almost as if like you know what's he doing with this white girl yeah. like the-, the mom posted that so
0: Hey bro, I mean that's just you know I mean, I'm, I'm not in their family, so I don't know what the hell's going on, but I think
1: it's hella funny, to be honest. Yeah,
0: I mean some of some of it's hysterical. Seeing the people's seeing people's comments. Like like what is happening here?
1: I'll dude. post a tweet that I saw earlier today, but I had said this like three, four days ago when the picture came out. Like he lives in fucking Beverly Hills, California. Like what did, who did you think he was gonna date? And someone's kind of made the same sentiment that I that I saw on Twitter, but he put it like way more racist more than vulgar. I could have. It for vulgar and racist. Yeah, over here, yeah.
0: <laughs> because you're not saying like like black p- women don't live in Beverly Hills. No, but like it's just like the stereotype that like
1: it's just this the stereotype that like L. A. has like all, you know that Paris Hiltons, the you know just the rich blonde fucking hey, bougie fuck white with, girl. I fuck
0: with white bitches, dog. Like, uh, so I don't I, I'm not gonna sit here and judge.
1: Yeah, just I like that's all, just the LA series But I love, I, you know. I
0: love all women, bro, but my snow bunnies, really just
1: amazing, bro. platinum blonde designer bag, shades like just I'm bougie surprised as he fuck. G Wagon, like I'm
0: surprised he didn't get a ginger bitch dog, real talk, like with freckles and all that. I'm surprised Bronnie wasn't in that, but hey, I'm not gonna judge. So that's the point of this. That's the point of this clip is the um, let's just stop being creepy in general. That'd be kind of cool if we all came together and aliens are supposed to come soon, and you guys can't even. We're, like, debating on whether Bronny James is, uh, you know, going against his people.
1: The funniest thing to end off is you can tell on his the, his face in the picture that he's, like... He knows his I happen. know that I'm going to get the same fucking shit that I got last year. Like, he just doesn't look like he's excited for that picture.
0: It sucks, man. I mean, I, he probably is not, like, as sad as I'm trying to make it to be. And honest to God, bro, like... He's probably never going to watch this, but fuck whatever the people got to say. Your dad's LeBron. You're about to be in the NBA. You're going to college. You got life made, young man. Real talk? Fuck what these people got to say. If you date a white girl, Mexican girl, black girl, I don't give a fuck who I date, bro. As long as I'm happy. For real, bro. Like, I, the, the fact that people even open their fat fucking mouths to even say something about you should prove that you're doing something. Because you're right, bro. celebrities do get treated with different rules do we think it's cool no is it fair no but it happens and you know what i mean you could either be one or two people mind your business or critique who are minor dates until he's 18. i don't know what you want to be the people watching but i'm going to be someone who minds my fucking business so you know what i mean but yeah that's episode one hundred and fifteen of the Drewcast. Thank you guys for joining me this week. I don't know how we went from baby pictures to UFOs to Ray to Bronny James, but that's what we do here. That's literally all we do here. Interesting stuff gets brought up. We talk about it. I mean, sometimes I ran. I wanted. And, and the beginning wasn't even supposed to be funny when I was talking about the teacher stomping on my project, but that shit looked horrible. She was trash. Fucking, it was trash. She was horrible. It was her. You know what I mean? Like, if I was the teacher, I would be like, this is your project. <laughs> Who the fuck told this little kid to come in here? You know, like, I would have talked on my Mark, on my Mark Wahlberg shirt. And I was like, hey, get this fucking shit out of here, you fucking, this little spit kid over here. You know, he fucking brought in the fucking stupid. And I'm half Mexican, so don't get mad that I said spit. But yeah, that is episode 115. Like I said at the beginning, thank you for joining me. And until next time, peace.